Folks, and welcome to episode 149 of Eddie and Caleb Serocast. Of course, as always, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co host, and producer Eddie Cornellison at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore hero and check out our Instagram, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. The recording date is Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. We are here to review Black Panther, but first and foremost, we would be remiss if we didn't mention, you know, from one king to Chala to uh, one king Killmonger to the the king returning to the throne for at least a limited time. The KFC Double Down, the greatest chicken sandwich of all time. Of course, by the time this episode comes out on April 12th, this will probably have come and passed, but still, we had to talk about it at some point. Also, uh, when you hear this, I will have had my birthday uh, five days yeah. earlier. Happy uh, 30... I'm not guessing. 38. You can 38, say it. Yeah. 85 to 23. Yeah, 38. That makes sense. Well, a happy 38th birthday to you one month from now. Who's to say one of us, God forbid, this does happen... But who's to say one of us won't be dead by the time this comes out? You never know. Well, you, you know, I've got a flight tomorrow. Um, yeah. I made some scammers mad today, so it could it's happening. It could possibly I mean, happen. Going into an industry where, unfortunately, like that's a very more – it's much more common in my new line of work than it was in my old line of work. Mm-hmm. But that's what happened. Um, <laughs> oh, i got to tell this story very quick. So, oh, yeah, go the um the scammer they're trying to do this whole your electric bills pass due and uh they're yeah like log into your bank and they're asking them, what bank do you use like yeah a legit company's not going to ask you that yeah and i was like oh you know wells fargo which there are none in ohio awesome. and he was like okay we'll log into zelle and uh we're just going to send some invoice voices so just type in like 42722 
I'm like, so $427.22? He's like, well, yeah, but it'll show as a dollar, but it's it's not that. Because in the memo, just type not a payment. So when we receive it, we'll know that it's just the invoice number. I'm like, none of this makes any sense. But yeah. I'm just going along with it. He does it, and I do it again. And he's like, oh, we haven't received those yet. Um, do you have your confirmation number? I was like, yeah. Uh, well, it's a confirmation. Uh, there's like letters and numbers. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, what is it? He's Indian accent, you know. But I was like, okay, well, it's F is in Frank, U is in umbrella, C is in Charlie, K is in King, U is in umbrella. Click. Nice. So, uh, that was pretty funny. That is great. That is great, especially that you dragged it out and then you hung up on him. Oh, right no, he, he hung up on me, which is, I prefer the fact that he hung up on me because now I know he got the joke and he knows his it time was wasted. It, it means you won, by the way, too. Yeah, so. well, I wasted, you know, about 20 minutes of his time, so yeah, 20 minutes he can't scam someone else. Yeah, exactly, because here's the thing. That kind of scam, that's going to work on someone who either has two brain cells that they're rubbing together or is old. And, you know, I don't feel so bad for the idiot so much as I do for the old person. Um, so, you know, to, to take that 20 minutes away from that guy to, you know, not be able to scam those people. Good on you. Good on you, pal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long their shifts are over there, but, uh, I figure, or uh, that's, you know, 20 minutes closer to him getting his office shift that, uh, you know, he's, he's got to go home eventually, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, hey, what what about the double down? Did you have the double down when it first came out or when it came back for a short time? I've had it once, and that was that was good. I don't – I didn't need a, another heart attack. It's salty as hell. Mm-hmm. But it tastes really good. <laughs> it is good. So, so I will have, uh, of course, you know, when when it last came out, I was probably at least roughly 50, 60 pounds heavier than I am currently. Um, you know, whereas now, you know, clocking in, even at a heavyweight of like 234, which is bad for me currently. But like two years ago, I would have cried if I saw 234. So we'll take it, you know. But. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, let's go back to five years ago, actually a little over five years ago, February 16 of 2018. First and foremost, did you see Black Panther in theater, sir? Yes, I did. I saw it on opening weekend, even though yep. some blue check marks on Twitter were begging people to not, well, what, they're begging white people to not see it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, to hell with that, I want to see this. <laughs> opening weekend, for whatever reason, even though... I remember that was a big thing. It's like how like how much of specifically in America too, uh, how much of the American populace is white? Yeah. So you don't want it to have a good opening weekend? Well, I think their thinking is well, they would it would still have a good uh, box office, but it would most of it would come in week two. Wouldn't. <sighs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to see a movie if I want to see it. I'm not going to. Here's the thing. Yes, I'm not going to bow to a blue check mark for one. And two, um, sometimes people, people can be so open minded that they let their brain fall out. 
Yeah, that's well said. If you will. Uh, either way. <laughs> either way. I also saw this, and I saw it on opening weekend. I saw it at a freaking AMC in Tulsa that had reclining seats. It was awesome. Good stuff. Uh, how do we feel about a two-hour, 14-minute runtime on this? Because this is like a a bit of like a, it's. It is an origin film, but we've already seen him in one film. So while it is an origin story, it's like we already kind of have the bare bones of the T'Challa character. Uh, it's about as long as I would have wanted it. Um, yeah. Any longer, you're probably risking it being too long. But any shorter, then it might be too short. Like there's some movies that I feel like uh, could be longer and some that should be shorter. But mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like this is... Probably about as good as you'll get. Yeah. And the the thing about it, I, I do like the two-hour, 14-minute runtime. Um, and taking that extra, you know, 10 minutes that some would say you didn't need, you, you use that time to develop your villain and kind of flesh him out a little. Now, for the Killmonger did nothing wrong crowd, I'm sorry, I have to disagree. Like, he was... Let's put it this way. Um, if he was well-intentioned he was still misguided. Yeah, and, um, I mean, I know at the end, to skip ahead, T'Challa does what Killmonger ultimately wanted, but he was going to do it in a responsible way. Exactly. I think Killmonger wanted to hold other countries hostage with the vibranium, whereas T'Challa was like, no, let's be charitable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, T'Challa chose... Now, granted, he needed uh, someone to drive it out of him, drive the isolationist out of him. He needed to see it from someone else. But, you know, Killmonger was going to go Iron Fist. And and uh, this whole time, it, there's a guy underwater who's like, the hell? We didn't yeah, do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that tied in very well to the first movie, of course. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I thought it did. Uh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um... What were you doing around February 16, 2018, besides going to this? Mm. One, of a, um, one of the better indie shows I went to. It was, okay. uh, it was a show called Naito Takes Dayton. It was yeah. main evented by uh, Naito and Michael Elgin. There was one guy in the crowd who kept yelling at Michael Elgin. Um, I mean, I know Michael's not a great guy, but like... We, you don't need to white knight at an indie show. It's just weird. So yeah. he's just yelling things like, you're unconscionable. Like, you should apologize. I'm like, okay, guy, we we, we get it. Let's just watch the match. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of good uh, Who else was there? I uh, Swerve Strickland was there. Uh, Brian, yeah. Brian Cage was there. He was a, He's a nice guy, actually. And uh, someone actually... Uh, wanted him to chop him in the chest. He took his shirt off. I'm like, are you going to ease up? He's like, no, I'm going full force. And he chopped this guy in the chest, and uh, I don't know, he might be dead. But uh, His his chest was either bleeding, it, it was definitely bruised, I'm assuming. Oh um, yeah, a big handprint. It was he, immediately red. <laughs> he probably couldn't breathe for like a solid minute or two. I don't know why. I mean, I know, I guess it's like, oh, I want to be able to tell people, but like. Yeah. uh, That's the thing, though. Like, you see those chops. Like, if someone's, like, not pulling their punches on them, um, 
those literally take your breath away, dude. Yeah, and someone who has like bear paws like him, yeah. um bear paws and is like three percent body fat, like no, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know why you'd sign up for that, but Yeah. Whatever. So yeah, yeah it was a fun show and of course Nido won. So yeah, that uh Nido does Nido takes Dayton. Uh, was that a wrestling revolver show, Sammy Callahan territory? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay. Okay. And we mentioned the guy uh, heckling Elgin. <laughs> yeah. Was Elgin announced on the show beforehand? Like, did people know Elgin was going to be there? Yeah. Yeah, they knew. And it was a good match. I mean. Okay. But... Okay. So if you know, just to go back, and I'm sure I'm just preaching to the choir. Uh, if you know Elgin's on the show, why are you going to the show if you find him so unconscionable? Why are you lining his money? Because here's the thing. Every dollar that promoter has, that gets, you know, spread out, you know, as agreed upon. So you going to this show, you are financially supporting what you claim to find unconscionable. Well, you know, he finds it unconscionable, but also he wants to see wrestling more. I still like Nido. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's just like the people that claim to, uh, you know... Like, oh, I can't believe this with Chick-fil-A and, you know, what their stance is on this, that, and the other. And, you know, let's put our politics aside for a second, uh, our beliefs aside for a second. If you really thought that, why would you still go there? Why would you still eat the waffle fries and the nugs? I eat the grilled nugs because I love them and because, quite frankly, if, if you make good food, I don't necessarily care what your politics are. I mean, unless you're, like, full-blown. That's, that's my th- stance. I don't, as long as you make... You know, do as long as your product is good. I don't care yeah. what your product, your like, politics are. I mean, I guess if I would be really torn if like my favorite Mexican restaurant out in Tulsa said they came out and said they were pro puppy murder. Well, I mean, like that. That's not I, really I mean, a political issue. That's animal it, cruelty. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But either way, oh, uh, breaking news: like, uh, this Alex Murdaugh guy has been found guilty of murder. So. Oh, the trial that everyone's wrapped up in. Yeah, I've been so wrapped up in it that I remembered his name for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, was, he killed his uh, wife and son. Real, a real Chris Benoit. Yeah, gosh, that's he no was like, good. but he was like a high. He was like a big time lawyer in a small town, so that's Ooh. it. Kind of gripped people. You know, yeah, kind of yeah, made, for sure. But yeah, he's guilty. So see ya. Yeah, see ya. Uh, I guess I'll talk about it just in case I don't get the chance again, because for all we know, this could be my last episode. Um, oh, no. no. You'll, take, you'll take a vacation. But for other things, yes. Uh, but hey, well, the last one, maybe the last one before we get to this point and, you know, when things came out. Um, March, I went to a house show in Tulsa. Just two weeks before, I went to New Orleans mm. for, for WrestleMania. I was there the week uh, we met. I just came from there. I think you knew that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you did like a whole like coastline trip. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Supposed to do it in 2020, but you know something happened. COVID gotcha. Yeah. Uh, we. Oh no, it was it was Floyd's rental. It wasn't your rental, right? Um. No, I had a rental. It was uh, way yeah, too but expensive. Was, but, but we we uh, we went to Daly's. We yes. were going to. We had to go back to the hotel, and on the way back to the hotel, Floyd's windshield got chipped by, like, oh. a rock or something. 
No good. Do you remember that? I mean, that's like one happening, but whatever. From two years ago now. Jesus wept. We are coming up on the two-year anniversary of us meeting. <laughs> yeah, well, if you come on for the Black Widow episode, we'll be able to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> episode 175. 25 yeah. weeks from now. Absolutely. Yeah, plan, we'll, we'll plan accordingly. We'll try to we'll try to make it work. But yeah, uh, met some of the social suplex gang for real, like in real life. Uh, hung out with my good buddies Carl and Sleeve as well. Uh, shout out Rich. Shout out uh, Young Boy. Uh, shout out James, even though he hates me. Uh, <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> nah, shout out Social Suplex. You know, you guys are great. And uh, even if none of you listen to this, but that's whatever. Well, you got to promote uh, it. Yeah, uh, that was the that was what I was doing around that time. Number one song by Digital Download on February 16, 2018 was God's Plan by Drake. Mm. Good, good stuff. <laughs> WWE champions at the time. Universal champion Brock Lesnar, WWE champion AJ Styles, NXT champion Andrade Cien Almas. Hmm. Low-key good run. He had that, I mean, of course, you know, if you have a bad match with Gargano, then you're probably trying to have a bad match with Gargano, but, you know, takes two to tango. Correct. Correct. Uh, Ring of Honor world champion Dalton Castle. Oh, had one of the most dead main events I've ever seen in person ever because it went on after Kenny and Cody. Uh, yeah, they pulled the trigger on him too late. Yeah. Well, then not only that, like even just that one night, it's like, oh, hey, you know, we know you guys like the Bullet Club and Bullet Club's like the one reason people go to ROH shows or whatever. But so instead, because we got Kenny and Cody fighting, we got to have someone challenge Dalton Castle. So how about Marty, who was unproblematic at the time but even still it's like you know we just got like a 40 minute cluster you know what why are you throwing this at us right now i don't know <laughs> the impact world champion the very controversial much maligned austin aries who i met at wrestlecon and when we got a photo uh by the way i was taller than him um <laughs> <laughs> When we got a photo, and I, I'm a big fan of Austin Aries, and part of me still is, even though I know he's kind of a dick. Um, when we got a photo, uh, I was like, man, you know, like, I, I loved your 2012 run. I thought it got cut kind of short and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I agree. I agree. I'm sure he does. <laughs> like, damn, I guess someone's a little bitter about how things ran the first time. <laughs> well, let's, uh, oh, hey. wait. Last one, uh, IWGP heavyweight champion. You already know what I'm going to say. Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, not Naito. He was off in Dayton. Oh. Oh, uh, so, figures. Yep. Man, this did this did all right. This did a $1 billion profit. Actually, more than that. <laughs> yeah, budget $200 million. Box office $1.382 billion. That, uh... Is 1.182 billion, 1.408 billion for the inflation, mm-hmm. and uh, that puts it at number three on the list, right behind the two Avengers movies. Yep. And right above Iron Man three. Jeez. I know. With that in mind, that man, the the fan to critic disparity here is kind of wild. 
like fans didn't hate it, but like critics loved it. Yep, ninety six percent critics, uh, fans seventy nine percent, and uh, this was nominated for best picture. It yep. was. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest, it was never going to win because it's a superhero First movie. Time. Yeah, first off, it's a superhero movie. It was never going to win. Oscars are uh, way too up their ass to, like, ever give, uh, you know, an award to a super... You'll get a nomination, that's it. By the way, by the way, I love... Because I remember the Oscars the following year, um, you know, when it was running for Best Picture. It lost to The Green Book. And you know what The Green Book's about, right? I've seen it, which is very good. It's, uh, what's his name? I can't place his name right now. Mahershala Ali, Blade. Yes, no, but the white guy. Oh, um, let me look. It was uh, Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen is playing chauffeur to uh, Mahershala Ali as he plays concerts in the South um, as a jazz musician, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he played piano. Oh, pianist, gotcha. Um, anyway. As a musician, you know, he's chauffeuring him around the South and, you know, it's <sighs> and anyway, people got upset because they're like, well, clearly, you know, the Oscars are just racist. That's why they didn't give them the best picture to the Black Panther. Well, what? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Who? Well, but what one? Oh, it was the Green Book. Oh, what's the Green Book about? I don't know. And I don't care. It's not Black Panther. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, Os- Oscar So one. White had trended a couple years before this, and pretty much every year because there was a string of like predominantly white movies. Yeah. And then Green Book won, so Black Panther was also nominated. Is, Black Klansman was nominated. Yeah. That my point good. being, though, like, if you're gonna argue that, at least make it make some sense. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just saying. Uh, what else? Let's see. Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not see that. The, the favorite. I've never heard of that. Biggest tragedy that year is that uh, Bradley Cooper didn't win Best Actor. Roma. I don't know what that is. I think I've heard of it though. Mm. A Star Is Born with Bradley Cooper. Yep. With uh, Rocket and Harley Quinn. Mhm. And uh, Vice, the Dick Cheney story. No interest in that. Don't care about the man. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah, just political movies. No, thank you. I hear you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I Vice I'll... is actually like Vice actually had the thing that like scared me out of my seat the most in any theater ever, and that sounds unlikely, but you got to think this is like a two-hour like dramedy, and because uh, there was a lot of comedy in it as well. Um, and you know, not a lot's happening. It's a lot of exposition, a lot of dialogue. And then all of a sudden, um, Todd from Breaking Bad, as a lot of people know him, I call him Landry, um, for his Friday night, Friday night lights role. Uh, he's out jogging out of nowhere, a car backs into him. I left out of my seat. Scary. <laughs> yeah. So. Black Panther being nominated, I have a couple thoughts on it. Yeah. Number one, I'll start with the positives. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we finally have a movie, out of all the movies we've done, that got to 
I mean, we've had, what, best costumes and even best supporting actor and stuff like that, best effects. That's all well <laughs> and good. Best Picture's the main event. And yeah. I'm glad that there's finally been a superhero movie to break through and succeed in that regard. I root for hero movies to do well because we do a podcast about them. Why people who claim to be hero movie fans are celebrating, like, Ant-Man, Quantumania having, like, a box office drop, I don't understand that. I mean, we could we could go back to 1999 where we only had uh, Mystery, Men. Mystery Men, which lost money. Like, do you want to go back there? I didn't think yeah. so. So just celebrate and, and just, you know, why, why are we cheering? It's so uh-huh. stupid. But anyway... Um, I digress. Uh, so I'm glad that one <laughs> broke through. I am very glad that one broke through. And yeah. I'm, I am, I, I know this is going to sound like I'm about to trash it. I'm going to give this movie a good review. But mm-hmm. when you nominate this. Let's be honest. And I you think... don't nominate Dark Knight. And you don't nominate Logan. And you don't nominate No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I know not every year. Not all best pictures are created equal. Hey. I mean, we have Titanic and Godfather. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. But only one superhero movie? Yeah. Only one deserved a best picture nomination? Let's, really? Just let, one? Just real quick, and you know, because God knows I'm going to be on the episode, even though it is the next episode we're supposed to record, or is supposed to be recorded with or without me. Um this wasn't even the best Marvel movie, uh, and I'm just going to be honest, as good as this was, and it was good, I don't regret watching this. I, hell, this might be a rainy day watch for me at some point, even though I'm not a big rewatch guy. Um, all that being said, this wasn't even the best Marvel movie of 2018. Yeah, Infinity War was very good. And look, yeah. I mean, I have no objection to art nominating Black Panther. I mean, you can nominate whatever you want. Um, yeah. I, I don't, you know. But and I'm yeah. and again I'm glad that at least there's a precedent set. But yes. like, man, this was the only one out of all the movies we've watched. I mean, we we talked about it on the Logan episode, and it's like, really, nothing, huh? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's just to me because the Oscars, the Academy, they they care so much about what people think of them. That it's like, oh my gosh, people think we're racist. Well, we can't, we can't have that. Let's nominate <laughs> several movies this year with a predominantly black cast. Let's, let's yeah. do Green Book, which not predominantly black, but there are several. Uh, black Panther, which is very predominant, best, uh, you know, black director. Um, let's do Black Klansman, which uh, has a lead actor who's black. So yeah, now people won't think we're racist, and we'll give it to Green Book because you know. It, it did deserve it. It was very good. But it's like, the fact that no other hero movies have ever been nominated uh, just makes me think this was like the Academy just being like, see, we're not racist. We have a black nomination. <laughs> but, I mean, I wish that weren't the case, but if you're going to yeah. not nominate superior movies than this one... Yeah, and I know it sounds like I'm trashing it, but I'm not. But it's like it's just it's not the best superhero movie ever made, but it's the only one nominated. Yeah. So you tell me. I don't know. Yeah. Is what it is, man. Uh, what what have we got next? The cast. Yeah, cast. Um. Oh wait. Oh yeah, I did the Rotten Tomatoes. So. Yes. Uh. Let's see. 
How about... Oh, shout out Forrest Whitaker. I forgot he was even in this. Um, yeah. Wasn't a huge role. I'll just do a shout out because it's not a huge role. Angela Bassett as Ramonda. Hi, Auntie. <laughs> I love that. That was great. Uh, let's see. Let... Man, more I look, there's not like a ton of main characters to talk about. There's like... Well... I mean, there's Shuri, if we want to talk about her. Although her role yeah. wasn't super big. I mean, it was sizable. Yeah, it was... Letitia yeah. Wright? Letitia Wright? Yeah, uh, whatever you want to go with, I, I agree. Uh, no, she was she was good for her role here. And now, like, it's funny, you know, looking back on this, because she basically had to be to step up into a lead role in the next film. Um, so watching her as like something of like almost comic relief to an extent was interesting. Yeah, I had, um, I don't know. They, um, they were kind of handcuffed with what they did. I'd be very curious to know what the original script for Black Panther 2 was. Well, I mean, by everything I've been told by speculation anyway, is just like not just Black Panther 2, but like every bit of the MCU was heavily affected by this death. Like he was supposed to be like the face of phase four, if I'm not mistaken. I remember reading he was going to be, I I might have this mixed up. He was going to be in charge of either the Avengers or they were going to call themselves the Illuminati, which we all saw in uh, Dr. Strange two get, Murked. Murk. Yep. <laughs> uh, he was either going to be the leader of one of those, and then Captain Marvel was going to be the leader of the other one. I don't remember which was which. Um, so they had big plans for him, but uh, I don't know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Martin Freeman as Everett Ross. He's back. Yeah. Old Martin Freeman coming back for the second time. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. What was what was the first one? Was it was it Thor two? Uh, yes. Or well, yeah. Or was it Thor one? No, it was Thor two. It was. Thor was 2. it Iron Man three? Oh jeez, let me look it up. I, now I gotta look up what's his name. <laughs> oh, he has uh, appeared in uh, Civil War, Black Panther, and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Okay. All right. There all we right, go. We were all wrong. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, more of the same. He was he was good. Yeah, nothing to complain yeah. about. He he was the the Tolkien white guy. Yeah, the one white guy in the movie. Uh, so. Um, let's see. Didn't have a huge speaking role, but I thought. Um, oh man, I'm gonna get out. But, butcher this name, but uh, Daniel something. Danya Guria as a Koye. Oh. She was cool, I will say. Um, let's just get to the main events. We have uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Yet another um, not Thanos villain, but really, really great. Um, yes. I a couple things. I love when the villain you can be sympathetic to, which he was. To an extent. Yeah, and 
he was, um, you know, equally as strong as the the main character. Uh, I thought he, um, I mean, I thought this after the movie, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it because the main star is deceased. I thought he greatly outshined Chadwick Boseman. I mean, yes. but it's not so much of a slight on Chadwick. It's more of like, if anything, damn, it's this a guy is on... really good. If anything, it might even just be a slight on the script. Could be. Yeah, I guess if you want to put it that way, because like, it's not to say there wasn't meat on the bone in regards to Ch- to Chala's character, but I mean, to an extent, there just wasn't, you know. Well, we can get into it. Chadwick yeah. Boseman as T'Challa the Black Panther. Yeah, But Killmonger was, like I said, I'm not a Killmonger sympathizer, uh, but well-written and well-performed as well. And uh, speaking of, you know, great, you know, symbiosis or whatever, um, or life imitating art, whatever the hell we call it, Creed 3 comes out this weekend. I'm uh, going to see it probably Saturday night, actually. Yeah, Killmonger versus Kang. Yep, that'll be interesting, for sure. Um, But yeah, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. You know, I just said what I said about there not being a lot of meat on the bone on on the character. Um, He feels... What's the word? Well... Mm, The best way I can put it, he's almost like a bit of a a goody two-shoes to a degree. Well, he definitely looks the part. Yes. He looked, and then a lot of the actors have said he played the role, uh, like, with a lot of being very regal, which I would agree with. He was very kingly. He -hmm. was cool. He was, he was cool. He's like a guy you'd want to hang out with. But, yeah, I I would have liked to have seen a little more range of emotion. Yes. Which I know we've seen. I mean, he did uh, 42, where he showed a lot of emotion. So it's not that he's not a good actor. He is. I mean, I remember that scene where he's, like, slamming the bat against the tunnel. Uh, so he's yeah. definitely capable of it. Uh, so, yeah, it might just be the script. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, maybe we'd have seen more in number two. Who knows? Which is weird to say, because Ryan Coogler is a good director. <laughs> yeah, and I was... Uh, the, yeah, Wakanda Forever, not to jump, like, a year ahead, but... That was the movie I was most nervous about last year, because it's like, how are they going to do this? I'm sure they'll do a nice tribute, but, like, how are you going to do a Black Panther movie without the Black Panther? And I I didn't put it in my top ten, but I did say it'd be number 11. So I I loved it, and um, I think because of that, he got the nod to do uh, Secret Wars, either Secret Wars or Dynasty. I don't know, either one. Maybe both. But it's like, yeah, that's a good selection. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be the cast. Um, I guess we can jump into the plot. Let's go ahead. Well, we open with a story of uh, how a meteor made of vibranium hit Africa. And maybe another one underwater. And vibranium, basically a miracle element. It just does whatever you want it. <laughs> so, yeah. Borderline MacGuffin. A little bit, but, you know, at least it, like, it, it kind of makes sense, though, because it's like, we do have things like that in America, like gold 
is in a lot of things. It's in your phone. It's in your computer. It's in whatever. It's in your watch. You know, it's in your teeth. So there's elements that do do a lot of crazy things. Um, you know, oil. We need that for a million different things. So I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah. But the, when they said they sewed it in their clothes, it's like, okay, that that's a little much. <laughs> uh, also, there's a uh, plant that gives um, gives someone the power of the Black Panther if they're the king of Wakanda, which is a fake country in Africa, if you didn't know. Yes. And Wakanda hid all this from the rest of the world. So everyone just thinks they're a third world country. So we cut to Oakland, California, 1992. I believe the Raiders had just left. Sad. <laughs> They'll be back. Don't worry about it. And then they'll leave again. Yes. Uh, so the Wakanda king, T'Chaka, who we saw die in Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, he visits his brother Njobu, who is working undercover in Oakland. And yeah. T'Chaka... Fort Whitaker. Yes. And then T'Chaka accuses Njobu of assisting black market arms dealer Ulysses Klaus. I guess the other white person in the movie. Who we last saw in Age of Ultron? Yeah, he was in there briefly, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he got... In con- I think he... Uh, Isn't that where he lost yeah. his arm? Yeah, I believe so. So, he accused him of stealing vibranium from Wakanda, and Ninjobu reveals he... Uh, sorry, Ninjobu's partner, Forrest Whitaker, reveals he's another undercover Wakandan and mm-hmm. confirms T'Chaka's suspicions. And then we see, like, uh, Njobu pull a gun, and then T'Chaka kills him. It's like, we must never tell anyone this, because I should have yeah. done that, even though I kind of had to. <laughs> yeah, even though, like, yeah, my brother just pulled a gun, but, you know, whatever. We open with the, I noticed they changed it, the Chadwick Boseman Marvel intro. Did they? No, real? Okay, well, I watched on an old Blu-ray, so I didn't get that then. They did, which is still, uh, out of all the things Marvel's ever made, that might be the best. It's just, I don't know what it is about it. It's just, they every single two seconds, not even two seconds, every single half second clip they picked is just perfect. I don't know how <laughs> they did it, but. So just, so did they do the, did they drop the sound too? Oh God, I don't remember that. Because they did that at, well, you know, with Wakanda Forever, like there was no I sound. I don't think they did, but I could oh. be wrong. But yeah, they did it in the theater, and I got a little teary-eyed. But yeah. yeah, so we cut to present day, and T'Challa is watching the news about the death of his father T'Chaka. Yeah. We also learn the rest of the world, like I said, thinks Wakanda is a third-world country. So, cut to T'Challa. He's uh, retrieving his ex-girlfriend, Nakia, or ex-wife, I don't know, they never said, from an undercover assignment. They have a kid together, by the way, but we don't know that. And because he wants her to be there when he's made king. Makes sense. Yeah, of course. And we cut to London, where a man is asking a woman in a museum about this African artifacts. That man is uh, Killmonger. Yep. And he finds an axe made of vibranium. And she's like, oh, this is another axe from Benin. He's like, no, this is from Wakanda. And uh, I like that. Yeah. And uh, he and uh, Ulysses show up. They attack everybody. The museum lady, I think, gets killed. And then they steal the axe. Yes, they do. And uh, I almost called him Creed. 
Killmonger. <laughs> Killmonger also points out, like, you know, like, since I came in here, you've had, like, every security person watching me this whole time, but you're not even watching what you're drinking. Yeah, that was good. Slipped her a Mickey. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, uh... Is this, uh... Is this black guy in this museum? He doesn't belong here, and... That's the thought process, yeah. Although, in this case, he was a thief, so, I mean, they went wrong. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but... Technically, none... no, but still. They should have been concerned with Ulysses, too, who is white, yeah, so... Here's... Here's some scarred-up, crazy-looking dude with well, one yeah, arm. You, you, yeah, so back in Wakanda, T'Challa is at the ceremony to be made king, and all the tribes, they kind of get to be like, hey, you oppose them or not? And yeah. no one opposes them except this dude, M'Baku, mm-hmm. of the, I guess, the I forget the name, but they were like the gorilla tribe. I, I At think least that was might, their um, their mascot, I guess. I, I think know. he might be from the Us tribe. Hmm. Well, yeah, they did... Uh, they had like the gorilla cave and yeah, statue. Yeah, they had a little ooh ooh. They had like a whole like chant and everything. Yeah, it was neat. Yeah. So T'Challa and Mbaku do battle, which uh, I like that they can just have T'Challa drink this thing real quick. It's like the Black Panther powers are temporarily uh, gone. Mm-hmm. So they have this uh, do battle, and after a fierce fight, T'Challa wins and is now the king. And he has to drink the purple liquid, which gives him the power of the Black Panther, so he gets it back. And he visits the Ancestral Plane, where he talks with his father. And he tells him, you know, he's a good man with a good heart. It's hard for a good man to be king. So, later on, T'Challa and Nakia talk. And she wants him to tell the world about Wakanda. And he's uh, not ready to. I'm not so sure that's a great idea. Oh, on his full-blown isolationist kick, for sure. Yep. Later in the day, T'Challa is told about Ulysses stealing an axe and how it will be sold on the black market in South Korea tomorrow. I'll be there. Mm. I'll actually be in South Korea tomorrow on a layover. Sweet. Yeah. I will uh, be attending this black market auction. Nice. Yeah. So T'Challa visits his sister, Shuri, who gives him a bunch of new tech. It's very James Bond and Q-esque. I liked that. Yeah. Anytime you incorporate James Bond, I'm all in favor. Let me cut to Busan, Korea. That is not where I will be. I will be in Seoul for mm-hmm. like an hour. Where T'Challa goes and meets Everett Ross. He's playing craps with Stan Lee. There's our cameo. And Everett is the one who's planning to buy the axe for the CIA. Deal goes south when Ulysses shows up and there's a big fight. Ulysses escapes with the axe. And after a chase scene where Black Panther and Okoye chase after Ulysses, they finally wreck his car. Black Panther captures him. They turn him over to the CIA. Ulysses is interrogated by Ross. He tells him how, you know, the country... Wakanda, it's full of vibranium, and they're not a third world country. They're actually the most well-off country in the world. And he's like, no, I don't believe this. And uh, He also has like this fake arm. He's like, yeah, this arm, the weapons they have will make this look like a leaf blower. (laughs) And just then, the man from earlier, Killmonger, blasts in, pulls out Ulysses, and shoots Ross, and escapes. 
They didn't know who he was because he already also took an African mask, so he... Yeah. Because he was feeling it. I was feeling it, yeah. I liked that scene. Uh, Good. And then they take Ross to uh, Wakanda for medical attention. Yeah. Later on, Killmonger tells Ulysses he wants to go to Wakanda, and Ulysses says no. And then Killmonger turns on him and kills him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Killmonger, I mean, his girl is being held hostage, and he doesn't think twice about it. <laughs> like... Yeah. He also, in this scene, revealed he has a scar. It's like a little dot, I guess, on his skin. For, uh, each... for every, every person he's killed. Yep. And he's from Wakanda. Yep, he is Wakanda, dude. But he was like a U.S. Special Forces, did like all that stuff in Afghanistan. Yeah, I think he also killed Pat Tillman, but I don't know. No. Oof, this got dark. Back in Wakanda, T'Challa asks Zuri, that's uh, Forrest Whitaker, the elder of Wakanda, about his attacker. He tells him about the opening scene of the movie and how T'Challa's uncle was a traitor and how he also had a son. And we also find out T'Chaka killed his own brother when he drew his gun on Zuri. Mm. Uh, that was the other guy in the room. And we then see Killmonger show up in Wakanda. He gives like Ulysses' body as like a peace offering. So they let him in. And back in Wakanda, Everett Ross wakes up. And he's like, how long was I out? My, my gunshot wound is completely healed. And they're like, oh, you were out a day. And this is where he figures out Yes, they are a highly advanced society. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, this this cloud guy may not have been lying. Mm-hmm. Later on, Everett Ross briefs T'Challa on Eric Stevens or Killmonger. He's this former military. He's one of the best. He killed people, and now he's a mercenary. So they bring in Killmonger to the king's chamber, and Killmonger wants the throne. He wants to bring Vibranium to the rest of the world. And T'Challa sends him off until Killmonger tells everyone who his father is. Yep. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's his blood right, and he is Wakandan. Yep, so he challenges for the throne, which T'Challa accepts. Mm-hmm. So Killmonger beats him, fairly easily, actually. And during this, he kills Zuri. It was like Rocky Three. It was like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he kind of was. Stabs him in the three. gut, which, I mean. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was full blown, like. It was uh, like, uh, what, what's his name? Clubber Lang beating up Rocky in the first fight. Yeah, like, just kind of came out of nowhere. Well, unfortunately, we got a big, loud no from T'Challa. I hate those. Not as corny <laughs> as we've seen before, but we'll, yeah. we, we will get a worse one in a second. I mean, we're not going to top Revenge of the Sith, but, you know. <laughs> no, no one will. So. Killmonger beats T'Challa, like I said. He tosses him off a waterfall as Ramonda, T'Challa's mom, she's the one who does the big no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Killmonger declares himself the new king, which I guess he would be. Afterwards, Nakia asks Sequoia for help, but she says, no, I'm loyal to the throne, no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, well, she points out, like, I'm not a rogue spy that can, you know, just go by cover at night whenever she wants to. Like, you're putting her in a really awkward position. So, Shuri gets Everett Ross and plans to leave. Elsewhere, Killmonger is given the purple liquid to turn into the new Black Panther. He goes to the Ancestral Plane and talks with his father. 
Mm-hmm. And Killmonger's first order business is to burn all the purple plants that give the Black Panther their power. But not before Nakia takes one of them. Yes. Which is smart. I mean, it's like, there, now I'm the most powerful. <laughs> yeah. So Nakia, Shuri, Ramonda, and Everett visit M'Baku, thinking he's the only one strong enough to stop Killmonger. They offer him the purple flower, and he kind of considers it, but then he shows them T'Challa's body, which they have retrieved and buried him in snow to keep him alive. I don't know how that keeps him alive, but it did. I guess it froze him, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really... Like Captain America. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So they give T'Challa the purple plant, and he goes back to the ancestral plane, and his dad tells him it's time to join us. And T'Challa says he's not ready, and he must... Uh, right this wrong. And then he wakes up, and T'Challa asks M'Baku for his army, which he'll need to stop Killmonger, and M'Baku says no. So, Black Panther storms Wakanda, and Killmonger sends his army after him, and Okoye has had enough. She's already decided i got to turn on this guy. <laughs> so, she yeah. attacks Killmonger, who turns into Black Panther. He's got, like, a gold suit. Yeah, he's and... got, well... They... They each, they're, they're both of their suits are predominantly black. It's just a matter of the trim. Uh, mm-hmm. T'Challa's trim is purple, whereas his trim is more gold. Yes, I thought Killmonger's would look cooler, but yeah, no, absolutely it did. Uh, so after a, um, let's see, after a lot of fighting, including Everett flying the simulator plane to attack the other jets carrying the vibranium out of Wakanda, we see the Black Panthers fall into the vibranium mine. And back on the surface, the Wakandan army captures the rebels, but then, of course, M'Baku shows up with his army to even the odds. And, of course, the rebels win. We know that. And Okoye even... uh, They had, like, this little mini-story of Okoye and her lover. I don't know if they were married, but he just called her her lover. Is uh, Wakabi. Uh, They were on opposite sides, and she stops him, and he's like, Oh, come on. And she's like, "I I would kill you for Wakanda. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and at that point he surrendered. <laughs> yeah, yes, he did. And back in the mines, the Black Panthers keep fighting, but the minecart that goes by, it weakens their suits because they explained this earlier. There's like these sonic sensors that uh, go off because I guess vibranium, when you transport it, it, I don't know, maybe blows up. So they have these sensors that like weaken, the, I don't know. You have to see it. It's hard to describe, but the yeah. sensors like turn off, turn on when the cart goes by, and then like their suit deteriorates a little bit. And, uh, so T'Challa uses this opportunity to just stab Killmonger, and then T'Challa brings Killmonger to the surface. He's got to see the Wakanda sunset, which he said his dad was the most beautiful thing on the world, and uh, he sees it and then dies. Yeah, he got the old honorable Arthur Morgan death. So good for him. Well, he did say, he's like, you know, we can heal you. And Killmonger said, why be a prisoner? Bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships. They knew death was better than bondage. And then he dies. That was Mm -hmm. a pretty cool quote. Uh, Maybe not not cool, but impactful. There we go. Yes. Uh, Afterwards, T'Challa and Nakia kiss, and he asks her to stay. We never get an answer. I guess she didn't because she's not in the second one. Well, she's not in Wakanda in the second one. Yeah, no. (laughs) Cut to Oakland, and T'Challa and Shuri are uh, outside the apartment building where T'Chaka killed his brother. 
And T'Challa says he bought the building. He pulled an old uh, Bruce Wayne. It's like, I bought it. Yeah. And he's uh, turning it into a Wakanda outreach center. He wants Shuri to head up the science and tech program. And she agrees. And they unveil this ship, which draws the attention of all the kids in the neighborhood. And one asks T'Challa who he is. And then roll credits. But we get a mid-credit scene. Oh. The UN in Vienna, because there's more than one. T'Challa speaks and says, we will be sharing our knowledge and resources with the world. And there's always this one guy who's like, well, well, actually he says, we'll work to serve as an example. Which made me think that he's going to like be open to like um, not using it to like sell and be profitable and you know, force people to do things like Killmonger wanted, but he wants to be a fair person and lift everyone up. Yeah. But there's always that one guy, and he's like, what does Wakanda have to share with the world? And then we just see T'Challa smile. <laughs> if he only knew. Yeah. And then there's an end credit scene. Ooh. There's a hut in Wakanda, and we see Bucky, who we last saw at the end of... Um, Civil War, because he was brainwashed and he sent him to Wakanda to get his brainwashing taken care of, which I would guess has worked, because uh, he goes up to Shuri and he says he's feeling good. And then we see Black Panther will return in Avengers Infinity War. Yep. Which Give is it. next week. Spoiler alert. Y- yes. And these these movies only came out two months apart. Yeah, this was uh, this was peak, man. I yeah. would say between Black Panther and Endgame was just if you if you were Marvel, you were just everything was a billion dollars. I think that's actually true. <laughs> I can't guarantee that because I don't know what Ant Man and the Wasp did. Uh, Captain Marvel, I can't speak to that either. I but do believe Captain Marvel made a billion, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Or it's close. Either way, a lot of money was was made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was Black Panther, and, you know, as always, for hopefully not the last time, for some time, uh, we're going to rate this on a scale of 1 to 10. I'm going to go ahead, and I believe this is a well-earned 8.5. Um, not funny enough, maybe it was just the way it was written, maybe it was the way he was told to perform the character, just not a strong performance from our lead here, at least not as strong as we know he's yeah. and that's going to drag it down a little. Yeah, this, uh, so I'll, full disclosure, when this came out, I wasn't, I mean, I didn't hate it. I liked it, but I was, like, blown away by the hype it was getting. And I was like, it's it's a little overrated, I think. And I, I remember I compared it to The Lion King, and people were like, there were some people, like, insulted when I said that. It's like, well, it's an African kingdom, and the son takes over king because the dad dies, and another family member comes in and usurps him. He ends up being a terrible leader. And then the original king comes back to overtake him and claim the throne. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds a lot like uh, Lion King to me, but whatever. I mean, they're both making, you know, money off of the Hamlet concept, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, I mean, look, Lion King's good. It's not, not a bad thing to be yeah, no. from a good movie, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked it visually. This was one of the better movies we've ever seen. Um, Killmonger, fantastic villain. Uh, I will say this: second 
time seeing it, I liked it more. And I'm not just saying that because it's like, oh, Chadwick Boseman died and you're just trying to... No. Like, first time when this came out, I would have probably given it, like, seven. But, uh, which is not a bad score. But I'll, I, I liked it more the second time. I liked it even more because of uh, Wakanda Forever. And uh, I kind of feel like I'm shortchanging it, just giving it an eight, because you gave it an eight and a half. But um, I think an eight is a, is a good That's a good score. I mean, you know, it's yeah. not... Uh, no, that's, that's respectable. 80%? That's twice as now. good as Justice League, in my opinion, which got a four. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um... Yeah, no, eight's a good score. And uh, like I said, I, I liked it the second... I don't know why I liked it the second time. Maybe I just... I don't know. There was a lot of people um, that really loved it, and I was just like, I don't... People were talking about, like, that's a top three or number one Marvel movie, and I'm like, I don't know about that. And Maybe the the hype, maybe it annoyed me, and I thought less of it. I don't know, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I will say this. I'm glad it did well. I know a lot of people... I had a coworker who couldn't tell you the first thing about Marvel movies. He went and saw it. He was black. And so I know a lot of, uh, you know, captured, uh, you know, it did show, look, with the, you look at the box office, that speaks for itself. It, it shows the importance of uh, diversity. So you're going to attract a lot of fans who otherwise probably wouldn't have seen the movie. And I know we've had Blade and Meteor Man and whatever, but let's be real. This was the first mainstream we are going to try really, really hard to push a black superhero and uh, successful. So, yeah. Although Blade was pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah, Blade Blade was awesome. These MFers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Um. <laughs> oh, and we had Billy the Blue Ranger, but, you know, again, he's part of a team, so not quite the same. Cyborg, yeah. not the same. He's part of a team. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Folks, whether it's me or someone else or whoever, next week, Edman is going to be here to review... Avengers Infinity War. You can watch that on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Whether this is the last time you hear me, or you know, maybe you hear me next week, or you know, whatever, you know. Thank you guys. It's been been real. Well, been I will. Real. I will only say this. Been a real three years. If, if it wasn't Infinity War, I'd be fine getting someone else. But because mm. it's such a massive movie. Yeah. I feel like we're going to try. We got a lot in the bank. Yeah, so we're, we're going can... to try. We're going to try. That's the thing. We are going to try. We're going to we're going to carve out time. Yeah. If it wasn't, if I mean, you know, it's like we got what three weeks is Incredibles two. It's like okay, if you miss that, not a big deal. But Infinity War, man, that's that's a good. End of the line. We can snap you out of existence from the podcast. Yes, and then I can come back to review the last five minutes of Endgame. Uh, Sounds good. (laughs) But just the last five minutes. Um, Anyway. Uh, No, thank you guys for everything. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for putting me in your ear holes for three years or however long you've been listening. Um, Man. It's not a big quote, but it's stuck out to me. It's oh. been memed forever. Oh, I, you have to use the one quote everyone knows about this movie. Is this your king?
the drums are going tonight She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation She's coming in 12.30 flight The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation I stopped an old man along the way to find some old forgotten words or ancient melodies. He turned to me as if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. Deep inside, frightened of this thing that I've become. 